0: Is is Bloomberg Surveillance. One of the reasons for wanting to adjust policy rates higher is that if we do run into trouble, there's room to ease. I
1: think it's clear that we should be expecting further easing from the European Central Bank, and we should probably be expecting further easing from the Bank of Japan. One of the concerns
0: expressed for markets is a lack of global growth, and it really is showing up now in output. Bloomberg Surveillance, your link to the world of economics, finance, and investment on Bloomberg Radio.
2: Good morning, everyone. Michael McKee. And Tom Keene, Bloomberg Surveillance. We welcome all of you worldwide. Bloomberg Radio Plus. What a great app. Crystal Clear, the show. All the shows on Bloomberg Radio, Crystal Clear. Bloomberg 1200 Boston. Good morning. 960 the Bay Area in San Francisco. Corey Johnson telling me the weather out there has been just extraordinary uh, recently. Good morning. Uh, Bloomberg 991 FM Washington. Of course, here in New York and nationwide. Sirius and XM Channel 119. Howard Marks. Coming up in a moment that's always very important where we try to get uncommon sense from a thoughtful investor. That's the goal, uh, at least. First foreign exchange, a Forex brief, brought to you by Interactive Brokers, winner of FX Week's 2015 award for the best retail Forex trading platform. Visit IB at IBKR.com slash Forex. I'm watching Peso is a proxy, stronger Mexican Peso, uh, in the last number of days as emerging markets calm in the churn that we have mid-February, 18.15 yen stronger, 113.88 Euro weaker, sterling weaker as well. Well, I stand corrected. Sterling shows a little bit of gain, 143.80 here as the prime minister migrates to Brussels on a Brexit. We will exit right now to the equity markets. Walmart, 10-year track record. per year. David, that doesn't get it done, does it?
3: No, it's certainly uh, the latest outlook from Walmart didn't get it done either. Before we get to that, though, we should uh, point out there's some breaking news. IBM agreeing to buy Truven Health Analytics for $2.6 billion. It's the fourth health data-related acquisition at IBM in less than a year, and the biggest deal since Ginny Rometty took over as IBM's chief executive three years ago. And IBM's shares are up 2.5% in early trading. Now we'll turn to Walmart. It's down 4%. The world's largest retailer said this year's sales will be relatively flat. Walmart Walmart had expected sales to rise as much as 4% uh, this year. company attributed the cut to a stronger dollar and a push to close underperforming locations. Then Perigo uh, down 7.5%. The generic drug maker's fourth quarter revenue and adjusted earnings failed to meet analyst average estimates in a Bloomberg survey. Perrigo said it plans to exit some brand name consumer healthcare care products, a, an area that it only recently entered. NVIDIA, though, up 8%. The biggest maker of graphics ships made a fiscal first quarter revenue forecast that beat estimates. Sustained demand for gaming computers allowed NVIDIA to weather a slump in personal computer sales. And speaking of computers and software and networking equipment, Ingram Micro distributes all those products, and its shares are up 22%. Ingram Micro accepting a $6 billion takeover offer from China's Jianjin Tianhai investment. Marathon Oil up 4%. The energy producer said it would cut investment this year by more than 50% and also reduce no. production. Uh, Marathon's fourth quarter revenue beat estimates and its loss was in line with mm-hmm. projections. Devon Energy, on the other hand, down 6%. The oil and gas producer raising as much as $1.3 billion by selling the equivalent of a 13.5% yeah, stake. A
2: lot going, David. There's a lot of dynamics going on in oil right now, right?
3: Oh, absolutely. I mean... Uh,
2: bankruptcy yeah. the other day. Uh,
3: well, you've got a few of those, and you've got Warren Buffett stepping up mm-hmm. an investment philip Philip 66, uh, courtesy of Berkshire Hathaway, and also moving into Kinder Morgan, a sort of a related business. Yeah,
2: Kinder Morgan caught my attention yesterday. Right now, Howard Marks of Oak Street. Let's get right to it, Howard. We don't have enough time today. In distress bonds, is the moment we're in an opportunity for Mr. Marks, or is it you're under the desk? Which is it?
0: No, I think that uh, for the long-term investor, I think it's a very good opportunity. Uh, Things are a lot cheaper than they were (coughs) nine months ago, six months ago. Uh, Negativity (coughs) – excuse me. And risk aversion on air. has made its way into the market. And we want to buy when, mark- when investors are worried and cautious. We don't want to buy when they're optimistic and euphoric. And this ma- that makes this a much better time.
1: Well, is there something that has fundamentally changed in the underlying dynamic of the markets that have people panicking, or is this irrational?
0: No, I think it's irrational. You know, I put out a memo, uh, uh in January called On the Couch, reference to the fact that the market needs a trip to the shrink once in a while. And I said in there that what happens in the market is it only looks at the positives and it interprets everything positively as long as it can. And then it gives up the ghost and it flips 180 and it starts looking at everything negatively. And I think I date that to late China. There was a big spike in the VIX and China reported uh, bad economic news, declining market, uh, uh, surprising devaluation, and people freaked out. And they, and uh, you know, uh, in the in the memo, there was a cartoon and uh, a, a newscaster saying that everything that was good for the market yesterday was bad for it today. I remember. And that's the way these things go. <laughs> were, they, were they wearing a bow tie? Uh, no, no <laughs> bow tie. <tacks. laughs> okay, good, good. But but the thing is that you know people are in the market. People are rarely objective, clinical, and rational, and they go to. Extremes, and in my opinion, they went from optimistic to pessimistic. Now, I'm not saying they're not going to become more pessimistic, Michael. Uh, but uh, I'd rather buy them today than than six months ago.
1: Now, you, uh, Bloomberg News, notes uh, accurately that you, you made a lot of money off an investment with Jeffrey Gundlach when he started Double Line. But is the bond market still going to pay, even uh, with Mr. Goodlock's wonderful track record, is the bond market still going to pay like it has the last few years? Or now is it squeezing
0: out the pennies because we've come so far? I think that a highly skilled manager, which is what I think Jeff is, will always be in demand. You know, people have money. They want to turn that money into more money, Hopefully, they want to do it safely. The people who can do that will be in demand, and their companies will be profitable. Uh, by the way, we haven't cashed that investment yet. <laughs> so, you know, this is the this is the uh, this is the appreciation that some people say we're looking at. Uh, right. But, but we're not. We're not. I don't claim to have pocketed that kind of money.
2: W- from, from within the w- within the work, and and I know Jeff quite well. Within his mathiness, and the phrase you just used, highly skilled. Does the institutional buy side in hedge fund world have the intellectual chops given the competition for yield and spread analysis? Are there a few people like Howard Marks and Jeff Gunlock out there? Or are you pretty impressed by the intellectual content you see? Um, you know, Tom, uh, on average,
0: people are average. Uh, and uh, – historically the average institutional investor i'm not talking about the bond world i'm talking about the investment world the average institutional investor has done about average uh so uh, my comments are with regard to the rare exceptional person yeah. and and i think jeff is that person and uh, i think that the exceptional person will always uh, uh be successful what makes an exceptional investor uh, in my book uh The most important thing, chapter one says... Cue this shameless plug music. (laughs) Go right ahead. ahead. But uh, chapter one says the most important thing is second-level thinking. And the exceptional person sees things that the average person doesn't see and sees them differently. And if you want to perform exceptionally, you have to think and see exceptionally. So the first-level thinker says it's a great company. You should buy the stock. The second-level thinker says it's a great company. But it's not as great as everybody thinks. You should sell the stock. You see? It's, it's like the second derivative in calculus.
2: You have to take your inside. The stock's
1: gonna go up because everybody thinks it's great, but no. I can see the weaknesses, so I'm exactly. gonna get on the other side yeah. of that.
2: Howard, train. Howard, we're a hockey show. What that means is Gretzky went to where the puck was gonna be. That's right. We see the, yeah. the, the basic idea. But within the model that you've got, I would suggest the winners recently have been people with really acute dynamics. Taking multi-asset and cross-asset analysis and being able to look at that and then, as you say, filter forward to where we're going to be.
0: Yeah, well, uh, Sid Cottle, who was a professor at Columbia 50 years ago, said that investment is the discipline of relative selection. In other words, uh, that's what uh, your uh, cross-market term should
2: everybody to... read security analysis, Graham Dodd-Cottle?
0: Well, I, I think they should, yeah. that's. To right. me, it's a right of passage. You have to read that's it right. to understand yeah, that's a more right. static that's right. railroad time. And by the way, in 05 or 06, we reissued the 1940 uh, edition. It's. I think the new Good. one is more readable, so I'd recommend Kay. that. Can I do a shameless plug while we're piling <laughs> on as here? Should they read me.
2: the Yield book, Sidney and Homer?
0: I think if they want to know how bonds work. If you want to know yeah, bonds, you've got to go the back to seminal it. literature. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. You, you know, you have to have – by the way, you know, my belief, Tom, is that most people uh, uh, who participate in the markets don't really understand how profits are made. Uh, yeah. they, they just think, well, you buy something that's going to go up tomorrow. But you have to know what's going to make it go up tomorrow
2: in the relative nature oh, Can could we go on like for 3 hours with Howard? Yeah, I think we could we do need that. That. Howard Marks thank you for stopping by uh, today with uh, Oak Tree um, and, and we didn't even get to the basic idea of coupon or total return uh, within where we are uh, within bonds uh, futures up 5 there's just a churn of the screen Howard Marks taking the rest of the day off uh, 3164 uh, per barrel on west texas up 98 cents Brent crude up a dollar 35.46, and just, again, a churn within this, uh the stronger yen, 113.89, and the euro,
1: 110.83. Now let's check in with Michael Barr and get the latest world and national headlines. Michael?
4: Mike, Tom, thank you very much. President Barack Obama will announce today that he will be traveling to Cuba in mid-March. It will be the first time in almost nine decades that a U.S. president has visited the island. The stop would be part of a broader trip to Latin America. Vice President Joe Biden says President Obama is looking to nominate someone who's had past support from Republicans to replace late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. Biden told Minnesota Public Radio today the president is not going to be able to pick the most liberal jurist in the nation and put them on the court. Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump has a 19-point lead over Ted Cruz in the latest Bloomberg Politics poll ahead of Saturday's South Carolina primary. Meanwhile, Cruz is leading all candidates in the scramble for oil industry campaign cash, surpassing Jeb Bush. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus from around the world. I'm Michael Barr. Mike, Tom?
2: Michael, thanks so much. Good morning, Bloomberg 1200 Boston, 960 the Bay Area. Corey Johnson and Carol Masser coming along in an hour. Bloomberg Surveillance.
1: Market Drivers, brought to you by your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State Dealer. When it comes to winter elements, put your best four wheels forward with Mercedes-Benz Formatic all-wheel drive. Visit your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State Dealer for
3: a test drive today.